So here I am today with Ernest Priestley, and this is a conversation that I think probably everyone on the planet, literally everyone on the planet who is over 16 years old and knows how to drive a car wants to hear, because I am going to be talking to Ernest about driving for Uber, which is an insanely cool job, an amazing possibility for so many people, I think, now to be able to do something like this in any way, because I think you can kind of come into this career wherever you want. You know, I was doing a little research on my own and saying you can come in as a six, not a 16 year old, I think you can come in as a 23 year old. And then, you know, like a couple of different ways, but there's a lot of ways to get involved with driving for Uber. You can do Uber Eats now, you can have a bike, you can have a scooter, all kinds of stuff. So we're going to be talking with Ernest, whole conversation about driving for Uber. So here we go with Ernest Priestley. Mr. Cab Driver. Mr. Cab Driver. Mr. Cab Driver. How are you, Ernest? I'm doing great. Good. I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. I'm really glad to have you here, actually, Good. because I think the whole world is glad to have you here to give yes. us the what is the whole side of driving for Uber. So tell us, if you can, what it is that you do. Okay. I am a Uber driver. What? <laughs> like we're already hooked, right? I'm an Uber driver. Tell me I'm, more. I'm that person who's back of the neck you look at. And um, I drive um, all over Orange County and uh, Los Angeles and just about anywhere. You have no idea where you're going. So it's an adventure every single day. You have no idea where you're going? We really don't. Until you swipe to start the trip, you have no idea where you're going. So... Uh, there are times when you could be going two blocks away. Right. And there was one time where I actually took a family of five to Las Vegas from Los Angeles. What? Yeah. And they, didn't call, they can't call you beforehand. Well, they can. Oh, they, they can. can. Okay. And, and actually, in this particular ride, which you know I'll tell you a little bit about, um, was a family of five. It was two days before New Year's. They wanted to go to Vegas. And really nice <laughs> this is people. hilarious because nobody wants to drive to Vegas. Right. <laughs> nobody wants to drive to Vegas. <laughs> and the parents and, are taking their kids like, well, we can't. We got to Uber to Vegas. Know, they were a really nice family. And, you know, so you're in the car with them for five hours. Uh, and, you know, they called me before and they said, hey, you know, um, is it okay we go to Vegas? And I says, you know what? I think I can do that. But let me give my wife a call because, um, you know, she's going to have to pick up the kids. So so I called my wife. I says, look, I got to do this. I've always heard there, these rides actually exist. I'd like to take this one. So I called her and she says, great, you know, I'll pick up the kids. Um, you know, just be back, you know as soon as you can. So I did. And I picked up these guys and uh, went to Vegas, told them the history of Vegas, the whole thing. Great ride. They took me to dinner afterwards because you're in the car with someone for five hours. Completely. You know them better than your Pre neighbors. Precisely. Now. Yeah. So it was just a great trip. And I just drove back, you know, deadheaded all the way back home. And it was just a wonderful trip. Which would have been awesome if you would have gotten someone coming back. That would have been awesome. However, there's a little restriction. Um, California drivers can't pick up uh, oh, Nevada oh, passengers. I see. And Nevada passengers or drivers can't pick up California passengers because they, they both are inter they, they're not interchangeable. Essentially. Yeah. And you've That's got like Kingman and all these other places you have to go through. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> and I didn't want to do that around one in the morning. I just didn't, I just didn't feel like it. So, completely. So I was, I was totally fine. But that was a wonderful trip. I had a great time. Uh, okay. So I have to understand how does it come about? Because I think if you're sitting there in your, in your house, I was thinking even for my son, I'm like looking at this Uber Eats and I was like, you know, he has a bike 
and he has a scooter and he yeah. probably should get off his duff and go and like deliver yeah. but he, he's younger but you have to be a certain age and stuff so how does I, it even come like how does it even come about well you- typically um it for me i wanted to, something to do i'm you know sort of semi-retired so i wanted something to do with my time and you know i've got three kids so i need the money so yeah totally <laughs> so i it turns out that um you go to a uber uh god what do they call those things they're called uber um uh, launch centers, basically, uh, for lack of a better word. And like a physical place. Yes, a physical place. Uh, this one was actually in Anaheim, so I went to it. It's sort of a, it was a, a building, nondescript building. They had um, a little place you go in and you put your name in because you typically sign up online. You go there and they essentially... Um, Wait, hold on. This go. is after you. This is after you sign up online, right? Okay, because yeah. I saw how you signed up online. So, you, with what signing up online is basically filling out the form. It's like the someone's going to call you, kind Precisely. of thing. Precisely. I, I got gotcha. uh, so Okay. It, so, typically, what happens is you, and I should have said that first. You sign up online, and they tell you where your uh, your your Uber Greenlight Center is. That's what they call them, Uber Greenlight Center station. You go there. They uh, you wait in line. They check out your car. So they do a quick little safety check of your car. They check your blinkers, left, right blinkers, rear blinkers, uh, your headlights, uh, high beams. Uh, they check uh, your uh, brake lights. Uh, they also check, um, you know, whether the seat belts all work in the car, oh. whether the seat belts work in the car. Good idea. Um, so all those things they check out, your windshield wipers, all those things they do. It's a quick little safety check. They basically screen your cars, you know, to basically screen your car to make sure it's safe. That's what you do initially. And then uh, they then tell you, okay, here's your Uber paraphernalia. You know, your, I'll show you that later. Cool. And, Sticker uh, and stickers, all that stuff. And then they'll say, they'll call you. Well, they'll, someone will contact you in two days to see if you pass the uh, background check. So, uh, fortunately. Which is, uh, it's, it's a background check. It's not an interview. Did you have an interview while you're uh, there? No interview. It's just. Um, because you know, really, what do you need to interview? Right. You, you just not, need to know really, how to drive. Really nothing to interview. Basically, they the background checks, checks your driver's license, checks your criminal uh, record, criminal record, whatever, which I have none, unfortunately. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, we know so, that now because you're driving for Uber. Exactly. <laughs> so that's actually a good point, though, because I think that makes people maybe feel a little more comfortable, too, knowing who's driving them. They do do these. But the background checks are not, not nothing. Well, they basically tell you people who have not been caught yet. That's what. I uh, gotcha. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's true. I guess you can be a criminal, just not... Actually, you can be a really good criminal. (laughs) That's a good point. But but typically, it screens out most of the riffraff people who have issues and problems so that at least, you know, the driver that you're getting, for the most part, you know is going to be someone that you can somewhat trust to take you from point A to point B. Okay. You know this person's a reliable driver, but I've had other conversations where the... um, What would I say? That the people... The person I was talking to is a little bit more had a little bit more expertise in this driving realm and maybe suggesting that maybe all the Uber drivers aren't necessarily good drivers. I've always had there's, good drivers. So yeah. there's, there's quite a few people out there and I've seen them where, um, I wouldn't get in the car. Let's put it that way. But how do you Bec- mean you've seen him driving on the road? As well, a- I've seen him drive on the road and then some I've seen where, um, you look inside the car and you're going, my God, you know, it's like your kids have been in here for like three days. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It, it just, and you haven't like, yeah. yeah, cleaned it. And for me, I mean, I'm, I'm really paranoid about that. I, I have to have an absolutely clean car or I just don't feel right. I, I just don't. It's just, it's just like going outside without any socks on. I mean, I just feel uncomfortable right. doing that, you know, and, and I, I, 
I'm always, you know, really religious about that. So, and there are a lot of drivers, uh, some of which, uh, matter of fact, I had picked up a passenger last night uh, in Corona Del Mar. And um, they said, oh, my God, we're so glad to see you here. The first Uber driver that we did was so uh, was so mean to us. We just had to get out of the car. We just got out of the car, says, quit, stop right now. Let me get out of the car. And, you know, it's it's he's complaining because he had to come all the way from uh, I think it was a hotel. I think it was. Oh, darn it. One of the hotels around here, he had to come four miles to come pick them up. So he was complaining oh, from the airport probably right, or something. when he's complaining to pick them up. And I says, gosh, that's not something you do you know, to a passenger. And so they got out of the car and they were, you know, so happy to see me because, you know, but yeah, you get different uh, feedback from different drivers uh, and different passengers all the time. It's, it's not a guaranteed thing that you're going to get a good ride. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or that you as the driver, because, okay, so this is what I want to start getting yeah. into. Um, I want to, I want to understand who makes what makes a good Uber driver, what sure. makes you good at it, what makes it possible for you to deal with this all day long. But I think it's a little different too, because we should distinguish as we're talking about this, a lot of careers we talk about and the career is the career. This career is, it could be a one hour a day. It right. could be three hours a week. Right. It could be 30 hours a week. Right. It could be 16 hour. Can it be 16 hours a day? Maybe it can only be eight, or eight hours um, a day, but it can be like a full, full time thing. Sure. It can be a very part time thing. It could be something for a month and then not right. for a month and then for the next month. So, uh, so I guess a lot of different, that's why I think it's so intriguing because a yeah. lot of different people, types of people, personalities can sure. fit into oh, yeah. this whole setup. So, so give us a typical day before we go on and figure okay. out like why you're here and how you ended up doing it and what yeah. that might fit for other people. Typically what happens okay. on so your driving day? Okay. So for me, day? I live in, um, I live, uh, in, um, uh, Irvine. And, and Irvine. So get, just give people a perspective because people listen to this and they're all over the yeah. place. So like Corona Del Mar is like a little beachside town, right. you know, right. in, around here that's about four miles from the airport, which right. is probably where this right. this upset aggravated right. <laughs> was going around. <laughs> and then there's Irvine, which is just like a regular suburb. Right, right. You know, it is. It is. Kind of spot. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's central. Right. It's central. So it's in sort of central part of Orange County. So um, there's a large international population in Irvine. So they frequently make trips to Los Angeles, uh, LAX specifically, because that's the only international airport that's close to here. So typically, I'll usually get up at around 6 a.m. And I'll set the app to say, I want trips that are going to go to LAX. I set that as my destination. So it tries to find me trips that take me there. So I also set the app to give me large parties, you know, either two or three people or six people with lots of luggage so that that trip usually pays a lot more. I see. So, okay. So I get the trip that I want. And then once I get to LAX, um, I usually will get a trip that uh, they have what they call a fast match. So after I drop that passenger off, it'll then tell me if there's another passenger that needs a ride right away who just requested a ride. So this keeps the congestion down at the airport. Mm -hmm. And so I usually oh, I get see, a ride. Oh, I see, because you're already there. So I'm already there. Right there. Precisely. I okay. don't have to travel. Typically in LA, I can explain this a little later, but basically there's a parking lot for Uber drivers that's about a mile and a half away. So typically 
Um, it takes us about 15, 20 minutes to get there. So if there's a driver already there, you know, it'll pick that driver. This is a big deal. That's a, a huge For people deal. who have gone in and out of LAX and oh, yeah. called their Ubers, this yeah. is a big, because you will wait 10 plus minutes to, oh, for your driver longer, to get longer there. Longer than that. Yeah. And it's, in, as a matter of fact, I, I tell. I call it when I'm coming up the escalator. Yeah, stuff, yeah a lot of people do yeah, that. You, got, you have to know. To Precisely. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Uh, I always tell people that um, if you know what the, you know, the abbreviation for laxative is the word LAX. <laughs> It's 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 so bad. It's, it's so bad. It, it's just. It's. I, mean, I think my one of my. I don't know. Maybe it's my least favorite airport, which is oh, sad yeah. because that's my airport. Yeah, it, it's yeah. when you think about it, it's no one's happy. No, it's they're, not a welcome all, to the U.S. Right, exactly. It's yeah, I always say, like, I fly into even though I fly into New York, and I think, you know what? I feel like I feel like well, in the Big right. Apple, there's like exactly. stuff going on. It seems more lively right. and welcoming. I come into LAX, yeah. and it is really like go home. Right. Exactly. Why are you here? Come down into the dungeon, get your bags and get the heck out of here. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's, and as I always tell people, the way that airport's designed is also kind of odd. It's kind of got a horseshoe design, Mm -hmm. which I always say the people that design that are probably in the witness protection program somewhere. Because it's just, just. For sure. Because you you can't get anywhere from here. Right. You can only, it's only one way. Right. That's right. So you all get in the same thing just to tell people, like you come in terminal one. So it's basically like, if you would imagine, come in terminal one, terminal Right. Two terminal three. So if you have to get to terminal four, there's no shortcut. Right. right. You have to go past all the right. other terminals and say, and terminal seven and, seven and terminal five. Yes, there's shortcuts come for those. the other side. But, yeah. But those. Uh, but yeah, that's so that's typical of my day. And once I get in a ride pickup from there, I can go anywhere. I can go to L.A. I can go to um, back down, hopefully to Orange County, which is great if I can do that. Uh, some days that happens, but for the most part, it's usually to some place in L.A. After uh, after I pick up that passenger, so I basically I've got two rides underneath my belt after that point. So sometimes so I'll, now it's like eight. Uh yeah, about eight ish. Okay, about eight ish, and then then I'll either maybe I'll get some breakfast or something, or maybe I'll just kick back and I'll return to the airport and I'll wait in the lot and just kind of you know take a little quick little nap or something. And then, how long are you waiting in the lot? Uh, typically, it, it would you depends. Wait? Um, Right now, it runs an average of about 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's I, and, and that's for me because I set it for Uber XL, which is yes. there, there are two types of rides. There's Uber X, which is you know one to four passengers, small car. Uh, Uber XL, which I have a minivan, so that usually runs one to six people. Or, you know, one to four people with a lot of luggage. Mm-hmm. So that pays 70% more than the Uber X. So oh, okay. recently Uber, they, in order to basically compete, they've lowered the prices. Of Uber XL. X, of, of Uber X. Oh, I see. XL, okay. they changed it. They normally pay you like a dollar twenty cents a mile for Uber XL. They dropped that down to $1.15 a mile. Uber X... That at one time was 80 cents a mile. They dropped that down to 62, 65, and then so, you know, so I typically avoid those rides. So I set it for that, but they're typically, uh, for that, um, wait, it's longer because there's more Uber X's available for people. There's fewer Uber XLs, but I like that because it's less wear and tear on the car and I don't have to. Uh, they're typically, you know, large families, and that I, I prefer that. It's actually typically me. 
So yeah. I order XLs. <laughs> Let me tell you why. This is hilarious that you're saying this because I often order yeah. an Uber XL for myself because well, I feel like I'm going to get a nice gentleman like yourself yeah, or yeah. a mom or right. someone that I that right. is like right. that I feel like they're just a very sure. solid person. I right. feel is going to show up in a minivan because who's going to be driving a minivan, Precisely. right? So it's I mean, like, or who's going to choose that to be an Uber driver? Is, right. You know, it's going to be someone who's solid. So Precisely. I, I order an Excel specifically for exactly. myself because exactly. I want a solid driver. It's, right. I, maybe that's totally wrong. No, that's no, what I you're, do. you're exactly right. There is, there is something to that. I think you hit on something there. And like sure. the, the car they choose, the person they are, the way right. they drive, all that stuff is going to add up for it me. Does. It Even does. It's just me and my daughter. It doesn't even matter if there's two of us, no luggage. Right. XL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I prefer that. And I, I take a lot of single passengers in XL. And I can take X rides as well. Right. But for the but most then part, your, yeah. your reimbursement drops down. Yeah, yeah, my reimbursement drops down. Exactly. Okay, so now it's it's eight, and then it's and then you do your little snack or whatever. Yeah, a little snack. Okay, yeah. I'm going to ask you a really critical sure, question. Sure, sure. Because I am in the car all day long. I feel like I'm in the car all day long. Yeah. And my husband at one point was like, you should totally just put an Uber sticker on your car because <laughs> I think you can pick up like five people on the, on the way or all around the freeways. But I know right. it doesn't work like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, if you're in the car all day long, how do you figure out? You Maybe this isn't a problem for you. How What's do you it? go to the bathroom? Ah, good question. Yeah. Where do you um, stop? Like where there, is your like uh, a little rest stop? What do you there, do? Um, okay. I've gotten pretty good at this actually. Okay. I and imagine. There's a science for this. So if I'm going to LAX... What I'll do is if I'm there and I know that I don't have a quick ride coming back or, you know, when I get a quick pickup, I'll head down the road for about two miles. There's a McDonald's. Down Century Boulevard. Down. Oh, uh, actually. Or down the other way towards uh, uh, Marina Del Rey. Down towards Marina. No, Marina Del Rey is, uh, Sepulveda. is south. Yeah. So I head down. I head down Sepulveda. I head to McDonald's on Rose Rose, uh, Rosecrans, I think. Okay. And I'll go there to Costco to get some gas because gotcha. they're, they're really cheap. So I go there and then I'll either go to the gas station. I'm sorry. I'll go to the bathroom at the Costco there or I'll oh, go right. to the bathroom at the McDonald's. Gotcha. So where you are a customer at both. Precisely. So everyone can feel good and, about this. And they have great, um, samples at Costco. Good point. So there's I go your snack. there. That's <laughs> So now you have your snack and your bathroom and, and your gas. And my gas. <laughs> so a threefer. So yeah, I go there and that's kind of how I do it. Um, if I'm at the airport, they have um, um, sort of five different uh, bathroom stalls there. Oh, uh, at the um, at, at the, the lot. At, at, at the lot. Okay. Yes. And I got to say, Chris, the graffiti and those bathroom stalls is just Priceless. absolutely beautiful. <laughs> I've taken, like someone should write a book just oh, picking up the graffiti I, from the, the Uber stalls. Very well done. It's <laughs> the artistic content is just That's absolutely hilarious. wouldn't believe, and the gripes that people have against a certain company are just oh, spectacular. Exactly. Yeah, it, I, I can show you some pictures in my camera, but I can't not show it to you. <laughs> can't, well, just, and I can't unsee it either. Right? So I have to think about this you really carefully. <laughs> Because I still I still have to get in a lot of Ubers. <laughs> right, right. No, but it's interesting um, what people do when they have a lot of time to wait around. So right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but you all talk because when I go to um, you know if I'm flying out of the airport and I, you see the cabs have their they have the cab drivers have right. a lot like this. They do, and they're all just like sitting around like they literally have a tent out playing cards. Oh yeah, and doing this. Is it the same thing? Very similar. Uh, it's sort of like a cross between um, sort of a, a union hall yep. versus a social club and you have these different cliques of people and different drivers who hang out 
Okay. Some of them know each other, you know, so some of them are of a particular group. For example, you have a lot of Spanish drivers that hang out together. You have a lot of uh, Filipino drivers hang I out see. together. You have a lot of, believe it or not, Jamaican drivers hang out together. There's like four or five guys there. They must love you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, 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 no. no I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> just to tell you just that Ernest, ha- just Ernest has hair. the most amazing set of dreads. <laughs> so I think people maybe don't realize why I would say that, but they right. must just think like, oh, yeah, come on over. You're one of so, us. So you get all these people in there. You know, they're in their cars. Some of them have their, their their trunks open if it's like a SUV or something yeah. or a minivan. So they're in back in there playing cards. Some of them are preparing, you know, their lunches there and stuff. It's interesting because they're sitting there waiting for an hour. You got to have something to do. So, yeah. you know, people, they swap stories. You know, I, I've heard some of the best Uber stories there in that lot than any other place you know, because they're right there. You can talk to them. Well, and it's actually important because I think if, I think I'm really glad that you're saying this because it's kind of that's your social reprieve. Right. Because I think of it as being such an isolating job. But yes. I am one of these people. Literally, you could put me on a plane for like you. You could have me fly to Dubai and back like yeah. like five times, and I would totally be fine. Like right. I don't need a lot right. of that kind of stuff. Right. But for people who like to have the social back oh, yeah. and forth, and you know, it's nice to have. Your little time when you go do that. Of course. And then you go can be by yourself again. Precisely. Which is awesome. Yeah. And and a lot of times for me, I just, you know, I'll either take a nap in the car or I'll just sit there and I'll work on uh, on my computer Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I leave it underneath my seat. So I'll just work on that. And, you know, you're there for an hour and a half. You get a lot of work done. A lot of work done by yourself. And then, uh, or occasional, if I'm not doing anything, I'll read a book or something that I'm, you know, you know, looking at at home. But yeah, it's it's kind of nice. I mean, it's it's um, you can sit back there for an hour and just kind of chill out and just relax, or I'll you know call my wife, call my kids, whatever. It's, yeah. it's kind of a neat way to kind of just recollect yourself during that time. During that time, yeah. okay. So and that'll happen like once a day because you ten- generally then don't go back to the airport. I typically one don't go back to the airport, but it uh, there's a lot of thinking that goes into this. Like, well, I think after just tell people you've been yeah. doing this for how long? Uh, two. In a half years now. Okay, so, yeah. so tell us how. Tell us now how it is, because well, then we're going to figure out what bumps along the road, okay. how you learned how to be, sure, you know, sure. get some um, of the kinks you know, It started off just sort of part-time gig, you know, part-time, you know, a couple hours, a couple hours a week. Okay, but how you did know? it start off? You're sitting in your living room one night, and yeah. the ad comes on the TV, right. or you have to take an Uber somewhere, or what happens? me. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look at me up in lights. I see me in that Uber car. Yes, I mean... Is that how it is? Yeah, that's how it happened for me. And I just said, you know what? I This sounds like fun. And the thing is, you know, I'm a normally um, uh, introverted person, but because that I've been a driver for this long, I've learned to open up more to people. Wow. And socially, it's a huge benefit. Um, mm-hmm. I've done over 5,200 rides. Wow. And as a result, you learn how to just instantly get people right away yeah it's like from the time they walk in that car i know almost know who that person is this is very cool because <laughs> yeah. this is a huge skill and yeah. you don't get it if you don't practice right you don't and if you don't if you're nervous about it or it's right. just not your inclination you're not going to practice Precisely. you're not going to be in starbucks chatting yeah. up the barista right. you're not. <laughs> if you're not this person Precisely. but now you have to right oh yeah. i love this yeah. okay this and, is actually and, very cool to yeah, think about who is, you where school skills you even want to develop yeah this is probably the best part of this because you learn how to connect with people at different times. In many ways, I've, I can tell you that I've met people who one day you're, you're meeting somebody who's dressed in black, who's going to bury their mother in Poland. Okay. And you're, you're having a conversation about your mothers and you know, you're trying to help them 
And, you know, you're, you're talking about, you know, I always asked her, you know, Hey, well, what kind of food did your mother cook? And she would tell me, and I would tell her about the kind of foods my mother would cook. Okay. And that conversation starts off and you feel kind of a healing with that person. You know, thanks so much for, you know, doing that for me. Uh, you'll go the next day, you'll have like five guys in the car, all dressed in tuxes heading to a wedding. Wow. You know, and, and you're saying to them, wow, you know, marriage is, is great. It's work, you know, but this is when the work begins. And, you know, you're talking to their dad and he says, wow, I remember him when he was a little kid. Uh, next day, you know, you're, 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 you're talking to somebody, you know, who just, um, you know, who just, uh, um, you know, is going to a job interview. I was just going to say, getting yeah, a job. Yeah, a job, exactly. A job interview. And I, and I says, you know what, do you need a pep talk? And I says, I'll give you a pep talk. You know, when you walk in the room, the fish should stop swimming. That's how confident you are. <laughs> and, you know, and it's just great. You get a chance to connect with people in ways that you don't get a chance to do. You meet people from all different walks of life that you would never meet in your own social circles. That's the one thing that I've learned about this and how to have small talk, you know, just how to really be interested in what people are saying and what they're doing. That part is uh, is what I love the best about it. It's, Which is interesting because you call it small talk, but the yes. way you're describing it is not at all yeah. small talk. Yeah, and that's what's right. so interesting about the way yeah. that you characterize yeah. it because yeah. um, because you have your captive audience. Right. The two of you together are a team. Precisely. For this, exactly for right. this, uh, mo- for you're, you're in kind of like an acting scene Precisely. for the next 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to improv it and you're right. going to make it happen, right? That, that's, that's right. That's a good way of looking at it. It's very cool. You're right. So would you have anticipated, you, would you have anticipated that this would have been a, a secondary gain from driving uh, for Uber? No, no, I really didn't. It, it really, it really surprised me. What did you expect when you started I, driving? What did you I, think I it was going to be like? You know, I just thought it was like, okay, get them from point A to point B. And that's it. And get myself some cash. And get myself some cash. But it was much more than that. I mean, in many ways, I guess some read way I could say I'm kind of addicted to it. It's like I've had some of the most meaningful conversations in that car. It's just off the top. Yeah. The the, the one I could see this because I know what I know what yeah. I talk to my Uber yeah. drivers about. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like an exceedingly private person. Yeah. And so I know what I talk to yeah. my Uber drivers about. Exactly. I can you only know, imagine. This one ride it, it really affected me. It was um this woman, um, you know, she gets I pick her up at a hotel. She she you know, my, my I have an automatic door, so the door slides open and she gets in, but she grimaces as she gets in and is she an older lady? Um, she probably looked like maybe um, 50-ish, maybe, I'm okay, thinking. So not- uh, it's hard to tell. but right. and, and so she gets in. I says, everything okay? She says, yeah, I just, you know, recovered from an operation. And so, you know, I didn't think anything about it. So 10 minutes goes by, and I keep thinking to myself, gosh, what is this operation? i got to find out. So I asked her, did everything okay? go okay on the recovery? She says, yeah, you know. And so she's wearing a, a T-shirt. And she's wearing um, a um, a sweater over it, and she opens up her sweater and she says, "Look, no boobs." And I said, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." She says, "Well, you know, I'm glad they're gone. I had this uh, breast cancer issue, and it's a very unique strain of it. Um, and and you know, I'm glad they're gone. Uh, and I'm you know." They ask me, the doctors keep asking me, you know, we can put them back. We can put them back. You know, we can give you some other ones, you know. And she says, no, I want you to stop what's trying to kill me now. And she's just having this great conversation, happy. Wow. Um, telling me how, you know, how every moment in her life right now means something to her. How it, it's just 
I mean, she's just literally pouring out what she's feeling through this whole thing. And, and then she tells me, you know, my sister died of the same strain a year before. So every moment for me is so important. And at, and I'm sitting there talking to her after we get to the local, to the location for the dropper off, we're still talking and, and the car stop and she's just telling me all this stuff. And I'm going, my God. And after that conversation I says, you know what? I'm not going to worry about anything anymore. I don't have the right to do that. Right. I really don't. I mean, here's someone that's going through all this and how, you know, we all have our little issues and problems and stuff. We all do, but my goodness, this woman just had this zest for life and just, had a, just a wonderful attitude. You know, I don't know what ever happened to her, but my goodness, it, it changed me that day. It really did. Right. It, it just, and really, here you are just going to work like a regular it, dude precisely. in the morning, like, you know, just it, whatever, <laughs> exactly. getting, getting your runs yeah. in and getting your sandwich. And, and yeah, that's the one thing I got to say. This is very cool. This is it, actually, I just want you to sit on this moment for this second, yeah. because as you're talking about this, I'm, I'm thinking this, this job I'm thinking exactly what you're thinking. And maybe for some, maybe it's just you. So I, yeah. I want to kind of uncover, is this just you who gets this experience from Uber or is it it's, other people? Because this job, I'm thinking like you were thinking in the beginning, you're going to get in your car, you're going to go make some cash. Yeah. I am not reflecting on all the people that you're going to have right. the opportunity to speak with sure. from like their life. And why are they getting in your car? Right. I always think when I'm driving on the freeway, where are all these people going? What's going on in their right. lives? What's right. happening? And you get to have that in right. real time. Oh, in real time. Exactly. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's, um, I, I love that part of the job. I really do. It's, <clears throat> it makes me feel like I'm some sort of ambassador maybe. Or That's perhaps, a great word for it. I think. Or perhaps like uh, just, diplomat. You know, just just talking to people, you know, and and, uh, and I, when I take you in the car, I'll show you kind of how it all works and some of the some of the things that actually get the conversation started with a lot of people. It's it's really surprising, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's I love that part about the job. I I love helping people, you know. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, two weeks ago, I um, I get a request and uh, I go to their location. She sends me a text and she says, I, I need you to get here in a hurry because, you know, something happened. So I, they, two women, they get in the car and she says, oh, my kid got into a car accident, so I need to get there. And so I'm nervous because... You have kids. I have got kids. Yeah. And it's really hitting me because this kid's like, you know, three years old and I have a, a three-year-old daughter, four-year-old daughter now, but... My God, and she is, you know, her friend is trying to calm her down and I'm, you know, I'm getting worked up and everything. And, and we get there and we get there, we realized that, yeah, the car had flipped over, but they had all gone in an ambulance. So she had already talked to them and says, oh, we got to go to, we got to go to chalk. So, so we go wow. to chalk and, you know, I says, everything's going to be fine. I don't think there's going to be any problems. And, and, you know, says, uh, you know, that's no problem. You know, I know where the emergency room is. I know exactly how to get there. And dropped her off and, you know, they were carrying one of the kids out and they were fine, you know, and, and it, but that moment it struck me because, you know, I'm almost, I mean, I'm not feeling what she's feeling, but I'm feeling that anxiety too. You know, here it is. I'm taking somebody someplace. They have no idea what's going to happen or what's happened. Um, and they later get some reassurances. Everything is fine. But yet this whole emotional roller coaster with the other person who, you know, after the ride's over, it's goodbye, but you know, it affects you. It, it, it's, it's, 
there's many aspects of this job that I think that the emotional side of it that I that I'm thankful for having to experience. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for that. It's it's um, interesting yeah. that you. Um, it's kind of like being dropped from a helicopter into people's lives, exactly moment by moment. Right. right. I, I think of it like if you're going to be doing some kind of a military operation, right? yeah. and they just like drop you in, and yeah. then there you are. And so when I say like it's like an acting scene, because yeah. it kind of is, because it you're is. like dropped into their play precisely for the for those twenty minutes or that yeah. half hour, and then the next person you're dropped into their play precisely, and you don't know what the play is, you, you don't, don't know what the scene. Is, you, you don't no know idea. where we are in the script, right? And you're part of it, right? If you right. want to be, I if guess. If you want to be, yeah. yeah. And it's it's um, you know I can tell you so many stories of just people that just um, you know people you pick up from a vacation, like how they are, versus people who you pick up who are going to work. You know, they're kind of like in the zone. You know, don't talk to don't me. Talk I'm, to me I'm yeah. on my phone. Um, and then you get the millennials that are on their phone. Don't talk to me. <laughs> well, they'll text you, won't they? Oh, text hey, how are you doing out there? <laughs> and they're, you know, they're off in another world. But, you know, it, it's um, you, you, you kind of like learn how to read people. That's the one thing I think this gig gives you is that instant the ability to be able to read people. There are different types of people that you can just read pretty quickly and, and kind of know what's going to happen. And you don't think you had that before coming in? No, God, no, 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 really? no way. No, no, I, I, it's, it's, um, so give us a little bit of background. What were you doing? What have you done before in your life? Okay. Who before are you before life. this? So okay. that we can kind of understand sure. why this is so impactful for you. And then yeah. someone else could think like, Oh, that could really be something. Well, Cause I think this is such a great, great profession for so many people for different reasons for different reasons exactly right so we're on this reason which i think is amazing and also i think people need to be prepared for almost the level of responsibility that you have to another human precisely because you just don't know who's getting in your car for what reason you don't know i know i might be going to pick up my car at big o big deal right right? whatever it's getting some tires who cares but someone else might be going to a wedding a funeral precisely okay yeah um um, I, what I did before, well, um, my formal training was in electrical engineering. I got a degree in electrical engineering. I worked, um, is this the I, introversion leads to electrical engineering or vice versa? Okay. <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> and before I, so I was always, you know, kind of a quiet to person yourself. To, to myself. And so, um, so, you know, so I, I worked at HP as an engineer there. And then, of course, what were you um, doing? Like making computers? Um, actually, uh, my very first job. I was responsible. I was working at an IC lab. So I was responsible for writing software that um, did yield estimation for chips. Uh, that Which is like anything. how, well, tell people it's like how much yeah. a chip can do. Well, basically it's, it's like, okay, if you have a, if you have, basically chips are on wafers. So mm-hmm. these wafers are big, giant sort of ignits of silicon, basically. So they harvest them up in, in these little small chips that do things. It could be memory chip, could mm-hmm. be CPU, could be any number of things. So I wrote the software that helped people determine um, how many of these they would get per, from, a, from, from, a from, from, a, from a given wafer. Exactly. Yeah, okay. It's like making cookies, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same That's thing. And it's exactly it. And so, so I was doing that. And then uh, from there, I left that job and moved in the company to I uh, was developing a computer terminal and then I realized that I don't like working at a big place and so I left there to After join how long did you realize how uh, long were three, you doing? three years oh not that three long years. okay and so I left there to how did you realize that well I think it was 
I wasn't close to the business, right? You're not close to the outcome. You're not close to the outcome. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You're just, you're just doing your little small part and you don't see where it is. You don't see what connection it has with the customer. You don't see what connection it has with the company's business. It's like you're this, you know, HP is this huge giant conglomerate. So totally. you know, and your boss says, do this and precise, you do it precisely. So, and then two, probably more than two thirds of the projects get canceled. So even though you are working on something that you think is going to be the next thing, an amazing yeah. thing, whatever, uh, it's going to get canceled. That's, this is really important too. Yeah. Yep. So, so I, so from there I went to. And that's to even a, more to the point because then you really aren't linked to the outcome because there is no outcome. Precisely. Yeah. It's <laughs> like you could even like say, I remember when five years ago I was working on that because it never I, even comes to fruition. I worked with, I worked with a guy who had been working there for 15 years and never had a product that shipped. And he didn't care. It didn't care. Yeah, he was just he was like just, into, into the action. Right. And that's so important. He was yeah. into that actual work. Precisely. The Precisely. yields were really important yeah. to him. Right. But for me, I, I just wanted to get out there. And so I ended up joining a smaller company where I worked with uh, one gentleman who was married to another woman who I'd worked with at HP. And so, um, so you know, I stayed at that company for about two and a half years. And, Doing uh, what? Um Working as an engineer, I was developing a computer terminal and then also a logic board that went into a computer. So I, um, uh, we had this big trade show called Comdex, and uh, we went there. And uh, I met the husband, who no longer worked at the company, and I met the wife, and they said, hey, let's go to dinner. Went to dinner. Hey, we're starting up this new company. You should come join us. And so you know, I was employee number 25. Oh, wow. At this company. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, and that was a true startup back in the day. And, you know, you're close to the business. You're, you are the business. You are the business. Everybody knows yes, what's going on. Absolutely. You know, and it's, it's really a really fun environment. And, uh, you know, work with so many wonderful, smart people there. And, you know, I learned a lot. And then um, after that, um, I don't want to bore you with all these details, but no, these are important after details that, just you, to fill in, sure. like who you are and what goes yeah. on. Because I think if I show up and you're driving my Uber yeah. car, I don't think that you have had a life before <laughs> exactly. me. I just exactly. think that I'm the first person who ever got right. in your car. <laughs> so, so I, so after that, I, um, I said, you know, gosh, I, I feel like I knew enough where I could kind of start my own company, and and I did, and so I made graphics controllers for PCs with little graphics cards oh, back in the day. Oh, very cool. Okay. And so, you know, I sold it. I think a, my kids would probably like love this. Yeah. This wasn't the sort of the high end graphics cards that they have today. You know, the, um, you know, all the newer ones now with the, with all their, you know, gaming the, and yeah, you know, the graphics chips that are in there that are really advanced, but this was sort of a lower, lower end board back in the day. And I, you know, I, from that kind of changed to software and I built this business and, you know, I had, you know, 16 employees grew this thing up before it, you know, finally died because of uh, the software we're making was actually was included in a, a version of Windows that they had just announced. So let me guess. Yeah. yeah. Bill Gates got you, got <laughs> IBM and you. Well, <laughs> well you know, the, 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 there's a lot of companies that got littered by Microsoft, you know, that had really good stuff. Uh, you have to learn how to play outside their sandbox to actually survive, but, um, you know, it was a lesson learned. And so from there, you know, I, um, started another company during the internet boom and I sold that and I just kind of kicked around for a 
for a couple of years and, you know, just wanted to figure out what I wanted to do with life to start living life for a change and as opposed to working so much. Right. So that's, that's kind of my stick and my story. I Is guess, that kind of where say. we come in on, on, there's like a little interlude. After yeah. That, there's a little like interlude. A few years, I, meet, right? I meet this woman, um, who was on a date with somebody else and, um, she, um, I says, wow, this, that's, that, that person means something to me <laughs> and, and ended up, uh, maybe I know you from before. Yeah, exactly. And I met her and, you know, we dated for a while. But and actually, I said, uh, hold on. Yes. Time out because <laughs> she was on a date with someone else. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to like put this in here because you say you're, uh, how did you describe yourself? Kind of an introverted, introverted. Per- person. And now you have this person who you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to marry right. who's on a date with someone else. Right. So what happened? It's, because I, I don't believe I tell, you about I, your introversion. I, I, That's, I tell, it's suspect. I, I told, well, yes, it might be. But my friend, I, I told my friend, I said, you know what? My fear of rejection was less than my fear of risk. of being alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so at that point, I kind of just came out of my shell and just, <laughs> that's how I did it. So, so yeah, we dated for a while and, um, and then we got married and I says, well, we were going to get married. I said, were you Look, like jobless? Yes. So you're like, so she's like, seriously? <laughs> yeah, she, she's, she's in San Francisco. So I say, okay, look, I will marry you, but I am never moving down to Orange County. You can forget that. So, <laughs> Right. Exactly. Fast forward, just so we know what, yeah, you, you got her, so, man. You, so know, you told I, her. I, I live here in Orange County and I'm, <laughs> and I'm married. So, so obviously. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't get. But you know what? Uh, Every married man listening to this right now, I don't yes. care if you've been married for two months right. or 25 years, you know that that's true. We do what we got to do for that's love. That's right. So, so I ended up down here. And um, when I got down here, I, um, I was doing, you know, a little bit of consulting. I found this one client that had this um, product and I said, you know what? I can help them out. And um, they needed to get links pointed to their site. And I kept thinking, gosh, you know, uh, let me see if I can find sites out there that are like hers and I can link them to them. And I found one and there was this woman who owned this site and I saw our for sale sign on the site and I says, gosh, you know, maybe I should buy that. And so I did the URL. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I bought it and, uh, it was like, when you type in the term ADHD, it was like number five or four in there. And I kept thinking, okay, I'll buy that. So I bought it and then I said, gosh, there's gotta be other sites out here of different areas. And I said, gosh, you know, maybe I should buy those too. So I bought like about 15 sites. And so I was sitting at home, you know, collecting checks from Google, you know, totally. at home. And I kept thinking, gosh, this is so cool. But, um, as with most businesses, you know, they change. The algorithm and, changes. Yeah, the algorithm changes. Mm-hmm. And so, Your you know, site's now on page exactly, five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. You know exactly what's, where I'm going here. Totally. And, then, and so, you know, the checks started getting smaller and smaller. And I said, okay, well, maybe I better figure out something else to do, you know. And then, of course, the kids come, you know. And at that point, you know, you kind of say, yeah, maybe I should, uh, when that commercial comes on, maybe I should be one of those Uber drivers. There. I got it. So, okay. But this is actually, so the, this is helpful because that fills in a lot. It does. It because does. I think if people are saying, like, what is this guy doing? And he's driving for Uber and how yeah. does he make it work? And da, da, da. Right. you have kind of some other backstops too. Yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah, have, yeah. you know, a very stable family, you yeah. have a very amazing wife, you know, yeah. you have a really genius background with your big brain. So there's uh, things that like help you along yeah. to get you here to then, you know, go along yeah. and do the Uber. And, and I think the downside about being an entrepreneur is that if, unless you get a big exit, you 
to find something in that particular area, it's hard, right? And I found out when I was going on these interviews that, you know, people are in their 20s and, and 30s, you know, in this in these jobs. They're a lot kept, cheaper than you, too. Yeah, they're a lot cheaper. And yeah. I kept thinking, okay, so they're probably not going to get those. So, you know, so therefore for me, it was just, hey, let me find something as a backstop until I find something. And I've got a happy story to report, too. We can talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Well, is it good that, now? Tell me. Yeah. Um, so I picked up a, a, a client um, from, um, I'm looking at the map and I'm saying, gosh, that's like a block away from me. So I picked this guy up and I drop him off where he's supposed to go. And in our conversation, he says, you know, I, you know, I run a software development company and, um, you know, so you're a software developer. I says, yeah, yeah. You know, I do a little work here and there on the side. And he says, okay, you know, I could really use some help. So, uh, so he, so he offers me a job. Totally. <laughs> so, so I, so I do, uh, so while I'm at the airport and I'm working on doing stuff, or sometimes I'll spend the whole day at home, I'll, you know, work on software projects for him. So I've designed two websites for him, uh, worked on a custom application that he wanted for a client that he had. So as a result of the Uber drive, when I was able to find, you know, sort of side gigs just to kind of keep the old brain going. Totally. This know? is very and cool. I wouldn't so, have thought of this either. Yeah. And it kind of happened right off, right off the bat. You know? Right. So it's And just, it's not like you have your, do you have your resume in the back, no. the back seat? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. I mean, we were just talking about software development. Oh, maybe because I have my resume back there, well, but you don't. Well, right? there are a lot, you're right. I don't, but you know what? There are a lot of Uber drivers and I'll, I'll go in uh, a lot of times if I'll, if I'm, my car is broken down or something, you know, I'm sitting in the shop, I will ride Uber to go home. And I find a lot of Uber drivers, they'll have their business cards there for like whatever else they're doing. Another business. Another business. Like so at one flower guy, arranging yeah, or um, auto detailing or whatever. One guy was uh, a real estate agent. Another one was um, a photographer. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. I'm getting that. So... So he was actually, you know, getting clients that way. And I would ask him, Hey, how many clients you get? He says, man, I probably get like two or three clients a month just from this, just from this gig because I'm in front of these people. And because you're considered a contractor, not an employee through Uber, they can't sanction essentially what you can and can't do in the car. Right. So a lot of people, they have these side gigs that they'll just, you know, give out their cards for and works out pretty good. This is very cool. Yeah. So it's, um, a lot of people use it as a sort of a launching pad for any other business. It's almost like a good marketing plan. Precisely. I would say like, (laughs) there's a (laughs) guy being an entrepreneur business person, I would be like, okay, let's get out and drive for Uber and advertise a a little bit. There's a guy actually that I heard that's um is a as a stanford student and he has a startup company and he hangs out at stanford and does uber rides there to see if he can find kids to write code for him that's how oh yeah 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 yeah, no for sure for sure so it's 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 kind of like um a uber in many ways it's sort of like a launching pad to connect with other people and it's uh and if you're really good at it you know you can you can get that next gig or that next um, client, you know, that you're looking for, which is kind of nice. Which it's, is so cool too, because like we were saying, you know, Uber is, it, it can be three hours a day. It can be right. three days a week. It can be one day a week right. and then you have your other things. So you could do weave all this other oh, stuff yeah. in. And you by can. the way, Uber's still doing fine. Right. Oh, There's yeah, no they, real they, disadvantage right. to them. <laughs> and your clients are still being served because people are still right. getting picked up. Precisely. It's not like when you, when you leave, you know, and go off to do your coding yeah. that no one's there. Plenty right. of people to pick these kids up there, right. whoever pick them up. This is really, really yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay. So let me understand. So now you see it on the ad. You're like, that's 
for me. Yeah. That's super. And are you thinking I'm going to, I'm going to do this for three months. I'm going to do this for a couple of months. What's, what's the plan? My thinking was, I was just going to do this for a couple of months. And to what, to get some money or to yeah, see what you know, it was to, like? To get, to get, to get some money. You know, I got three kids, you know, I, I, got, you. Uh, I, got, I got, yes. these and I got, like I tell uh, you, my husband is like farming payments. me out. <laughs> <laughs> Put someone in that car. We'll call a black car. Hey, Chris, my, get out there. My wife says, uh, you know, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe to do, start doing something, whatever. So, so I'd sit and be a couple yeah, of Yeah. Cause months. you can't like work at target. You can't, you know, you like can't. you can't and, work and, at yeah, target. Yeah, you know what I mean? Be, it's like, it would be that's a career. You have to, you have to yeah. like do something else like, and, because and you me, need the flexibility. Yeah. You need the flexibility. And then two, I think I, I'm kind of a thinking person. So I always like to find, um, you know, the curiosity is in a little bit of everything, right? I mean, I just, and Uber is like this puzzle many times. I can figure, okay, how can I maximize my earnings on this trip? And how can I do it on this one? Where do I need to be? And it's, it's, it's kind of like a mental game that you it's play. A total, well. and for an analytical for, person, for an analytical I think person, it's a very it's, good stimulant. It's, it's a great good stimulant for yep. me. So I, I like that part of it. But yeah, I thought it was going to be two or three months. It ended up being much longer. But, uh, and but then, what was uh, the first day like? The first day? The first day, the first day. The first day, I can remember this vividly. I was. Uh, were you just? In, so, were you just so like nervous? Were you nervous? Well, I turned on the app, thinking that you know, I, for some reason I turned it on by accident. I think it was. I was in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm not kidding you. I was in bed, and it said, "Ding, ding, 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 ding." I think, <laughs> what is that sound? <laughs> And I says, oh, my God, it's a passenger that wants a ride. So, I, you know, I says, oh, God. I, by accident, I had accepted it. So, because you're fumbling with your because phone, Because I'm fumbling probably, with my phone, and I think oh I hit gosh. it. So I said, oh, my God, so I got to get my clothes on. Like now. <laughs> like now. Because otherwise, because that's a whole other kind of Uber driver. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so, it's so, a cheese Uber. <laughs> Actually, so, they probably pay more for that. Maybe they think probably. About that. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there. I got my shoes on and I hop in the car and it's in, it's in Irvine. So it's like probably like about five blocks away. The app said about, you know, five minutes to get there. So I said, oh my God, I got to get there. And there's this lady standing there really, you know, uh, you know, standing there with her suitcases. Oh God, this must be to an airport or something. So I, um, I, I pick her up and it says, um, so sorry, no, you know, the, the light was a little longer than I thought. He says, oh, no, no worries. It's fine. So I put her bag in the back. She gets in the car and she says, how long have you been driving Uber? I says, you're my first passenger. <laughs> Let me put you at ease, man. Right? You're my first passenger. <laughs> how about, it's do, like a doctor do that has, has a doctor that has you open you and says, so exactly. how long have how how you been these, doing it? How many of these have you done? Yes, right? my first one. <laughs> It'll be fine. Everything's fine. So. So I drop her off at uh, John Wayne and she tells me, she says, you know, she tells me, you know, have a good career doing this. And I said, oh, thank you so very much for telling me this because I was really, really nervous. And I remember uh, that, you know, that was my first. She probably got on that plane. She's like, that poor man, he's never going to make it. He's just <laughs> never going to make it. I couldn't figure out the map. Prayers I couldn't and love figure for that it. man. Exactly. Oh, my first, <laughs> my first week was just traumatic. I mean, because. I would think it'd be really, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Because you know, I think it's, it's just, like you're saying, all these ups and downs right. that you now, that you now manage as life and cool. Oh, yeah. Like oh, fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I you're could, first doing it. Oh, when you're first doing it, you know, you're just. I think that first just, week or month would yeah, just be Yeah, you know, like, because you're trying to figure out the app you're trying to understand 
all the different types of rides people request. Typically, there are, you know, straight A to B. Then there's some that's multiple stop. Then there's some where people update the location where they're yeah, headed. Yeah, I'm one of those. You know, all these different things that you have to that you have to learn how to do that I just had never heard of. Right. You know? and, I think and that's why people have to think about that because I didn't think about it. It's just like any job. There's yeah. going to be that learning curve. Yeah, there's a little learning curve. And, um, you know, so it that's the part that was kind of a little little difficult for me. But after that first two weeks, man, I it was kind of getting the hang of it, you know. And then after a while, you build proficiency and you could do it blindfolded practically because you know exactly what to do. And you learn like all the things you can do to affect an outcome of a ride. And you just get really analytical about okay, it. Okay. Like you know? what? Okay. Like on uh, the app, you mean? The, the not on the app, but just when the person, before they even get in the car. Okay, this is the engineer yeah, coming yes, out. Yes, it is. This is really this is helpful for those it of is, us who aren't engineers. Yeah. I'm a I'm a systems analyst yeah, person too. I'm not an engineer, but yeah. I really love efficiency. Well, so I'm all about that kind of stuff. And then all the flavors. Yeah. Like, do you add water? Do you add this? Do you do what? Do you, how do you make this awesome? Okay, here's the thing. How should I say this? The outcome of the ride a lot of times is it's out of your control. Like there's traffic. Yes. Okay. There's uh, long lights. Um, somebody staring at their phone, you missed, you missed a light, an yeah. accident, mm-hmm. all those things you can't control. So the best way to deal with that is to let the passenger know beforehand that there will be issues. I love this priming. So precisely. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. uh, LAX classic example. Um, there usually um, there's light traffic and then there's heavy traffic, heavy traffic to travel a mile and a half for the Uber parking lot. To there, it may take 20, 25 minutes. People do not realize this. They don't realize this. So what I'll do is I'll send a text. Hi, I'm Ernest, your Uber driver. Uh, Traffic's very heavy today, so please expect some delays. I'll meet you upstairs at rideshare sign. And then I whatever the app tells me, Mm -hmm. exactly, I put that in. And people, it does two things. One, it tells them where I'm going to meet them at. Two, it lets them know that I'm in the process of leaving because when they look at the app, sometimes in LAX, it doesn't look like the driver is moving. It's it looks like either it they, says he's going to be here in six minutes right. or he says he's going to be here in a minute. And right. really what it means is 25. Right. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> so it's awful. It, it helps set expectations right away. This is super helpful yeah. for people. Yeah. And that saves a lot. Also, if I pick up people at a cruise line, same thing. There's usually wait queues. Wait, even though I'm at the cruise terminal, it may take me 10 minutes to get there. So I always send a text. Hey, Ernest, Uber driver, just let you know there's wait queues here. Um, you know, it's going to take a little additional time. So be prepared for delay. So that sets that. Do you ever get a text back that's like, that's unacceptable. That's awful. I can't believe you. I Why app said get, 10 minutes? I, I don't get that, but I get people that says, thank you, I'm here or thanks for letting me know. I got to grab a coffee. I can go in and do that. So it lets them, it lets them know that one, I care enough to that of their time that that happens. So that sets an expectation with them. Uh, Once they get in the car, always, always look them dead in the eye, smile, good greeting and say, how you doing today? You know, how are you doing today? If there's anything I can do to make your ride more comfortable, please let me know. I'll be more than happy to do it. And Do people know, take you up on it? Oh, yeah. Like, what's you know, the, what do they know, say? Uh, set the temperature, you know, do you have any water? Do I you see. have any mints? You know, I always keep mints in the car. I, I used to keep water, but I don't anymore. But, you know, just subtle little things like, hey, can you stop off and drop me off here because I got to pick up something? I'm willing to be accommodating any way I can. And I always help people with their luggage. 
Um, and then it's at that point, you know, you're in the car. If they want to have a conversation, I kind of know. Um, if they don't, I also, you know, I respect that as well. You know, so I'll put the mute button and I won't say anything. And I just always I also use music. Mm-hmm. I have a set list that I pay all play all the time. I mean, it's the same the, set list, the same set list all the time. Cause it's your go-to. It's my go-to every single time. Okay. Play, wait a minute. Are you yeah. like an A&R man and on the side? Like, how do you know what's, what is this music? Is this like, did you do some psych course Chris, in like musicology? Chris, <laughs> this music has been curated over 5,000 rides. <laughs> Don't question. You should, the, the oh, you can't sell it. I was going to say you should sell it, but you can't sell it. Maybe you could sell, actually, actually you can sell, you could sell the list. Yeah, you know right? what I I like so, so for example, like I there's like twenty some odd songs. Can you give I, us like one or two? Oh, I gosh. know you can't give away uh, your whole Bob, like you know Bob intellectual Marley, property here. Bob but. Marley, uh, let's oh, like get feel together. Good kind of stuff. That's a good one. I like um, ease down. Um, kind oh, of like, ease down one yeah. because when you're taking someone to the airport, for sure, you're picking up somebody from the airport. They're like hyped. Mm-hmm. They're hyped, and my job is to take them down. Relax. Mm-hmm. Just chill. You're in my car. Everything's fine. So, you know, so it'll be like Bob Marley. I play some Elton John tune, for example. Rocket Man is a good one. Great the other one, one is, um, is a Tiny Dancer. I play that oh, one. Oh, good one. Yeah. Uh, stuff that, that's what, great because people yeah, are like, they're in a different road, mood. Middle of the road. You know, I used to play a lot of rap music, but people, you know, I got too many complaints. So You didn't have <laughs> just... me in your car, <laughs> unfortunately, because I would have been there right there with you. That would be great. I'm going to take you up on that one day. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I usually play, you know, middle of the road, easy listening music and people, you have no idea how many comments you get from people. Gosh, you know, I just feel relaxed. Thank you so much for that. You know, this I, is I, super important. It's just, just understanding those little things. And then of course, helping them out of the car, um, you know, with the luggage and everything else so that, you know, when they're done, you, you've, you know, you've done your job. You, you've, you've, you get a good feeling from that because it's like, okay, you know what? I, I did my very best, you know, and, and that's, I, I like that part of it. And then that usually re- gets reflected on your rating typically because uh, right. with Uber riders, they're rated between 4.7 to 5.0. So in any place in between. So, you know, it's, it's, you, you do it for What the, do you mean? Because I can give you four stars or three stars or five stars. That's correct. That's but- correct. You um, only 4.7 shows up? Or? Well, the way it works is Uber, uh, basically, uh, it's a running average over 500 trips. Okay. So all those get averaged in. So all the five stars get averaged in with the fours, threes, and twos, and ones. And I'm thinking, Over great, the last 500. Over the last 500 rides. And that becomes your final, that becomes your rating. Okay. It's a moving rating that changes. So you do five more trips, then those other five last trips oldest trips drop off right but if you're a 4.7 it's going to take you a while oh yeah it's going to take you a long time back up to five exactly because of that average exactly so so a lot of uber drivers that's you know they look at that rating all the time but we can't do anything about that rating if you send me a 4.7 driver i'm stuck you're stuck but you don't have to take that driver you can actually say you know what i'm I'm just going to cancel that trip really fast. Right, and before I have to do it super fast. Right. Before, before the they, two minutes. Before yeah, okay. the two minutes. So okay. typically, you know, if you see somebody that says 4.7, you know, as a matter of fact, there was a really good comedy skit on uh, SNL where a 4. Point, um, I think it was a 4.0 driver gets in with a 4.0 passenger. 
Yes, look exactly, that's exactly what I'm thinking about. But that's how and they should, that's how they should match them up. It should. Be, that's how it should and be because it should be a different product. There's a different product available for a 4.0 rider and a 4.0 driver. But the skit is that the guy, they're, they're not talking. They're just they're 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 talking in their heads basically. And this is what did this guy do to get a four point? <laughs> how does he only have? How does he only have four stars? How does he only have four stars? And the music's blaring. And right there, and the passengers like scream, you know, just, talking too loud on the phone to their kids or whatever. Yeah, but, exactly. That's yeah, how so you, that's, that's how you get dinged. Yeah, so that's how you're, you're rating basically, and then based upon your rating and also the number of trips you do, Uber will give you different rankings. So they'll have like, uh, for example, they'll have like a gold driver, they'll have a platinum driver, then they have a diamond driver, and then basically based on those tiers, you get more more stuff. For what example, tier are you in after five thousand? I'm, I'm in well. They just started this like last month. Okay. So I'm a platinum driver. So I'm not at the diamond level yet, but I will be probably by the end, uh, before the end of July. Okay. So like a few years will get you a platinum uh, level if you're really busting it. If you, if you do, it's, it basically is done by points. So basically each ride's three points. So to get platinum, you got to have at least twelve hundred points. So you got to do four hundred trips, basically, mm-hmm. at a certain time frame. So and that does, uh, it's per trip, not per time, because right? per trip, per well, trip, that's typically, kind of yeah. Hard so they, if you're doing long trips, yeah, it is, it is. So, so they're 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 trying to they're trying to come up with a better way to incentivize drivers to to stay in the system more. Right. Because there's a constant churn with Uber drivers. Completely. That's, that's and the yeah, it's hidden a lot of secret. learning that goes off. Yeah, that's kind of a hidden secret basically is that, you know, it's they they know that a lot of drivers that get into this are going to burn out and so they have to have a constant crop of new drivers to come in so they're trying to find ways to incentivize to keep them there. Is it is it burnout or is it opt out? It could be opt out. In other words, a, a guy says, you know, look, you know, Hey, I got myself a job doing such and such and such and such. Okay, okay. so I, 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 I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, so that's it. Or I you get people, or, or you get people that say, you know what, I am just tired of doing this. It's maybe, not my thing. Yeah, or maybe they do this at you know late night, like between twelve and three. So it's, it's a whole different. That's a different job. Uh, so that's an entirely different job. And I've done that for like I did that for a week one time, and I says no, I'm not. Did you get paid this. more at that time though? Yeah, you do. They yeah. usually will pay you from that time. It's usually 30 to 40% more here in Orange County. Okay. Uh, even more so in LA. So 30% to 40% more. So that's, if it's 65 cents a mile now, it's yeah. like 78 cents but, or 80 but, cents a mile. Well, yeah, but then there's also this thing called the surge. So usually when people get out of the bars at around two o'clock, two to three o'clock, you know, there's so much demand that to stave off that demand, they hike up the price. So you could conceivably get a price that's three times more than what you normally make. Right. So that's what a lot of Uber drivers try to do. They try to guess the surges. I so see. Right. That's, that's what I would think. That's kind of like the skill. At the airports, it's actually pretty easy. Um, to understand. Oh, yeah. App, because there, there are several apps you can download that will tell you, like, how many people are moving through LAX, for example, in a given oh, hour. Oh, there's a whole side yeah, there gig is. thing with the yeah. apps. For, so, okay. for example... Um, Busy times, five to 6,000 people an hour. That's like huge time. What's and, this app? Uh, it's called uh, Gridwise. Gridwise. Yeah, you can okay. just download it. I think it. every person in, yeah. in Los Angeles <laughs> needs this app on their, on their yeah, phone. It's kinda, it not only tells you by Alex, it tells you about sporting events. When For they, sure, when Dodger they, when, games. When they let out. So you can kind of sit there and time it. So typically there's just so much demand that a lot of guys will just sit back and they'll just wait. And it says, okay, it's running at 2.3x. 
turn the app on now i can now i can actually i got it uh, okay you know get that trip so it's it's you use you, you can actually surf the surges if you will yeah it's kind of a little whole science that goes into that you kind of kind of know after time you kind of get and you kind of have to not have children who need right. to get up in the morning <laughs> right. and that kind of thing you need to you know, <laughs> right but that, but there's plenty of people like this right, right you have right. and if even if you're retired or whatever yeah. and you have like if you're gonna be up anyway right, if you're exactly. insomnia <laughs> might as well just take it to the bars and go, yeah, and go make people, some money but i'm just trying to get differentially that. so they could so if it's normally 65 cents a mile it could end up being what so that forty percent? We're talking be, like an extra eighty-five, but now it could be it could be a dollar and a half a mile. Wow, could be two dollars a mile, and depending on how far you're going, right? So but that's I mean, twice as much. Oh yeah, twice as much. It can, yeah, it, I've seen it go as high as four x. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was, uh, and the one, driver gets that money. It's not like the driver. Here's a little trick though. Yeah. Uber. I want to know it, how yeah, how you really okay. get paid. Okay. So and how often you get paid, and when do they send you a check, and all that kind of very stuff. Very good. Okay. So a couple things. One. um, Uber is, um, um, the, the way they do it is this, uh, I'll address the payment thing. The way it works is, is that, uh, the app is actually tied to your bank account. Okay. So like Venmo. You, precisely. Okay. Exactly. So essentially you can cash out anytime you want. You can cash out up to five times a day. Oh, I love this. Like the so, casino. Precisely. So you can say, you know what? Take all my chips. I want to go home now. Right. So you can cash that out. And, and you can still continue to drive. Right. So it's basically, it's attached directly to your bank account. So it shows up like literally within a minute after you cash out. I see. So why would you not cash out just because um, you're just waiting? For, well, it, it, a pain? to me, to me, for example, like I like to kind of wait sometimes. Sometimes I'll do it. They charge you like 50 cents. That's to cash what I was out. asking. Okay. So it's, a it's not fee. like a, not a, not a huge transaction fee. But, you can't but really, nonetheless, nonetheless. So yeah. in the, if, if you don't cash out, then typically what happens is Uber will then pay you the Tuesday of the next week. Once a so, week. Once a week. They'll just force it. You still have they, to pay the transaction fee when, uh, they, no, when they do uh, it. No, no transaction right. fee if they do it. Perfect. So basically okay. they do it that way. So, so it's kind of nice. So, you know, on the weekends, if you want to cash out early, you can. It's, it's all up to you. Uh, let's see here. So there's no real checks involved. It's all done electronically. Okay. So. I like this yeah. a lot, actually. And I think the other question you asked me was, was it the. How do you get paid? How do you get paid? And then how often do you get paid? Okay. That right. Was the, I think, yeah. I think I just. Yeah. The, how yeah. to get paid electronically and then any time, any number of times you want. It's all, right. it's all up to you. And they'll send you. Precisely. Whatever it is. Yeah. In the bank. Can you tell us now that we have like a good, I think we have a really good flavor of what happens. Yeah. What is like some of the bad stuff? Like okay. what, what, just so people know yeah. you have to deal with this. And then I also want to know who do you think makes a good Uber driver? And if you have someone who's, and is there an age frame that you think you might yeah. come, be better off coming in and all that kind of stuff? Okay. So, so, so the bad, give me some of the bad okay, stuff. Okay. So the bad stuff. Okay. Um, uh, I have a pet peeve. <clears throat> I don't like bad attitudes in my car. I just absolutely hate that. I'm sorry. Um, let me just back up. <laughs> Didn't we say that you had three children? Was that you? I think that was okay, you. I think we were having this conversation. Oh, we were talking about this, right? <laughs> yeah. You have three children. Yeah. Yes. They, so they, 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 <laughs> I deal with bad so attitudes all day. You have three children that hang out the back <laughs> right. of your car because they're not allowed in it. <laughs> I gave at, I gave at the house. Okay. I don't want to get it from you too. I hear you. Okay. And I, you know, you get people that get in the car and the ones I dislike the most are the ones that are in a hurry because that puts pressure isn't on that you. Isn't that everybody? Kind of, but it's like I, I this uh, this one passenger. I'll never forget this. Um, I um, it was a lift. Pa- it was a lift passenger actually. And so, on the map, they have what's called a pin, basically where you it gives it tries to rationalize the address of where the person is, 
but the person has the option of taking the pin and move it to where they yeah. want the driver to be. Right. Okay. So as a driver, we go to exactly where the pin is. Right. So they would say like, I'm going to put my pin in the back by my garage. Precisely. If I'm in an apartment building right. or something like that, not right. in the front of the apartment so building. Yeah, I which go is helpful. To, I go to where the pin is. So I get a call and they're, they're saying, you're making me late for work. You're supposed to be here. And I says, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I went to where you placed the pin, which looks like right outside the apartment building. Which is right where I am right now. Right. Um, is it, it, tell me exactly where you're at. And she says, um, you passed right by me. I says, okay. Okay. I, um, where is that exactly? I'm in front of the bus stop. Oh, okay. No problem. Um, so I, I could have canceled right then. But I said, you know what? I'm, I'm already gonna, late for work. I'm already late for work. So I, I'm not going to do that to her. I'm going to see if I can, you know, just salvage this whole experience here. So I get to where she's at, which is about probably about a 10th of a mile from where she's actually supposed to be. No problem. She gets in the car and she starts with on me. She says, you know, you're making me late for work. And I says, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. What, what, what time, what time is work? So it's like <laughs> it's half like an hour two, ago. <laughs> it's like 10 15 and it's, um, it's 10:15 at the time, and she has to be to work at 10:30. And I'm looking on the map, and it says six minutes to get there. So I'm thinking, oh, well, thank goodness we can. Looks like we'll get there in about you know such and such a time. Because I don't, I don't confront people. I just, I just don't do that. It's, it's not your it's, personality. It's either. just not, and it's not worth it, right? Because you know, it's you don't you, know what's coming. You don't know what's coming. So, so, so you know, so, so we get on the highway, and it's one exit up. So she says, is this, is there any shorter way to get there? I said. Um, no, you know, it's, it's the next exit up. So there's really no place that we can, I'm, what is your problem? I mean, right. Exactly. You so, have, you so have we, navigation too. <laughs> so, so we get there and I get her there and, uh, she leaves the car and I says, Oh my God, I, I, I just felt bad, you know, cause I, it's, you know, cause you're this put, person. Yeah. Cause other people would have been like, get out of my car. I, know, I can't I get know. rid of you fast and enough. It's, and it's like, and so, you know, so I'm deciding to decide, okay, well, how do I rate, how do I rank this person? Cause you, as a driver, you oh, I'm going to ask you about this. Right. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> she got a two from me. I, I just, I didn't want to do a one, but a two just from, and they always ask you in the app, okay, what was the reason why I just put bad attitude, you know, gosh, you know, it's not my fault that, you know, I'm, you, it's not my fault that I'm not where you, where you said I'm supposed to be. I'm not my, it's not my fault that you and, put and in to go to work at this time when you could have gone 20 minutes earlier. Pre precisely. Yeah. Uh, so that's some of the bad stuff you deal with some attitudes. Um, I just, people who use, but do you think, do you, do you find out what she rates you? Does she uh, rate you a two? You can kind of figure out. You know, because you your average, at, but your average isn't going to go down over 500. It yeah. It isn't going to go down very much. I mean, uh, uh, matter of fact, I would think they would almost throw this away on the algorithm. Yeah, you would think, but matter of fact, there was one time where I was, it was a month ago. My average got up to 4.99. Wow. That means like, I mean, like Jesus is driving the car basically Completely. for that, for the, Completely. like you're not making any and not, mistakes. And not one, and I mean, maybe what, and, nine, nine, maybe like what, 40, t 10 people maybe put you as a four. Uh, it was actually three. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, checked. A, yeah. But I, I think checked. you could maybe have up to like, and then I got, um, cause it's usually people. Cause I don't like that. You can't do 4.75. They should have a bar. Yeah. They should have they a should bar. Have you should be able to bar. slide. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, and I'm thinking, and then that next week. It dropped down to four point nine six, and I'm thinking, what, not the possible. Heck, what the heck just happened? That's not possible. And I'm turning it over. How many, how many trips like, did you do? I got 
two one stars. And I'm thinking, gosh, what the heck did I do to get two one stars? You know, did I physically assault somebody? Completely. Did I offend somebody? Throw is, popcorn is in there, Adam as we're driving. <laughs> is there a KKK convention in town exactly. or something? <laughs> Just, exactly. I don't, I don't know how obviously, I could have gotten there. I gave him a one. <laughs> I don't care how good that ride is. That guy's they, getting they a one far. Exactly. Am I being trolled? I don't know. But, you know, it was interesting. And then it went back up to 4.97 where it is now. But it was interesting because you knew you're trying to gamify this whole thing, you know, to kind of get a look. But that's some of the bad but stuff that happened. I almost think you shouldn't even worry about that because, like I said, we all, we're like, by the way, by the time I've called an Uber yeah. and I'm waiting in my house, and yeah. same for me. It's I, I feel like my house is LAX half the time. Yeah. Like, seriously, how long does it take you <laughs> right. to get to my house? I know. I know it's a mile in. I yeah. get all this, but yeah. come on. Like, I know. Seriously. But once I've called you right. and I'm waiting for 20 minutes. Right. And, you know, but I, even when I call you and I get the 4.97, I'm right. Or 4.6. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to be like, cancel that. Right, right. Because I know the next guy is going to take like 40 minutes. And then he's going to show up. Right. And then I'm going to be pissed off. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know. It's like. So it's kind of like, why do you even care? Almost? I know. I know. It's. I mean, because they don't give you a bonus. They don't give you right, a bonus, having, but it's more they of should. like. It, I think there's some sort of vanity in that. I must admit, I'm one of those. Yeah, I get this. I think, it's, it's your way of getting like a performance eval. Yeah. And also, I think Uber. I, I I know this has got to be true. I, I think they play the sight game with drivers who are funny about their ratings. What they'll do is the you don't know when that rating comes in. So what they'll do is they'll hold the other ratings. If there's a negative rating, they'll hold it off so that you don't know it's coming, basically. So you're thinking everything is great, and then all of a sudden, kablammo, you know, you backed out. I think they, I think there's something going on where they say... Oh, you, you think? Know, you think? A bunch of computer geniuses, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you think? So, yeah, for so that's, sure, for sure. That's, so that's one, you know, the because one Because they can manipulate thing. that however oh, they, they, wanted, they they can. You know, they could and, get rid of anybody that way. And Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I've, I've had some of the bad things there is if, if you drive at night, you're going to get a lot of people that are inebriated, um, have you had any like inebriations? Is that a word? Inebriation, oh, inebriated stories? Oh, yes. So plenty, like what? Give me, give me one uh, so people can I've, have an idea of, um, because, because uh, I think you're going to tell me it's not worth the double or triple price because <laughs> your car is going to be a mess and now it's going to cost you another 250 bucks to get your car detailed. I've been very lucky, Chris, in that, um, the people that have upchucked have done it outside the car. Thank God. Um, Cause that, to this, me, that would put me out of this job. This one story I'll never forget this, these guys that get in the car, usually, you know, there's a problem whenever one person, two people get in the car and three of their friends are still in the bar. And so oh. uh, they'll be here in a minute. So, you know, five minutes goes by as we all get in. And so do they just reek to high heaven? Oh, already? Yes. Okay. Oh yes. I think even oh, like yes. the cigarette smoke, like all that yes. stuff. Oh yes. Yeah. The cigarette gagging. smoke. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you another story uh, about something else, but they get in the car and so this guy is sitting next to me and he's talking. We're having a great conversation and everything. And then, he, and then he rolls the window down and just up chucks out the window. And I'm thinking to myself, gosh, you know, how do I handle this? Because um, did that get on my car? Totally. I, I'm thinking that it did. <laughs> and so I, uh, you know, so I just pretend, you know, that this didn't happen. And, and... <laughs> And I then act like I didn't even see that. Oh, 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 this gets better. <laughs> so he, he has to go. He said, you know, I got to pay the babysitter. 
Babysitter? So, yeah, he's got to pay the babysitter. What is he like? <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, he's no. Gotta pay, okay, oh, he's got to okay. pay the babysitter. So he says, I got to stop off at the bank. So Okay, so he is so not 18. Or he's not, how old well, well, he, no, he's, he's not 25. Oh, he, well, he's, he's, he's in his 20, late, late 20s. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay. So he, hands me, so he hands me his bank card. I love where the story is going because thank God. I mean, thank, there's like times when you're like, how did you know that you were driving with an angel, with Jesus, as you said? Thank God he's driving with Jesus. No, no. This guy hands me his card, gives me his code, and I'm, you know, it's the, the bank teller is the, the bank, you know, the bank machine, the ATM, the ATM bank, yeah. is on the driver's side. So he tells me his code and he tells me how much money to take out. And I'm thinking, is crazy so i complete the transaction hand him back he says thanks man i really appreciate it so i drop him off at their house i'm dying right now this is the most hilarious thing i've ever i can't even i couldn't even imagine this so i could though i guess if i think about it but it's hilarious so i so they the guy sitting next to me he gets out and he looks one he takes one look at the door and he just walks in he just runs in the house and the other people in back, they look at the door and they run in the house. So I says, okay, it hit the car. Totally. So Uber has this thing for this. And what they'll do is they will, uh, they'll pay you for, for that. So, so I, I, you know, pull away, pull away, take a picture of it because Uber in their app, they say, take a picture of it. And then they'll send you basically 50 bucks to cover the cost of that. So I try to find a list of um, car washes. I can't find any that are open. So I'm going home and I think, God dang it, I got I to gotta wash this stuff you have off. have to, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to cake. So yeah. it took the, on the passenger door, on, you know, on the front seat and then, I'm not front seat, but front door and then also on the other slider door. So I got to, you know, hose this off. And then I take it into a car wash later. So fine, I made fifty bucks, but of course I couldn't drive the rest of the night because oh, you know oh, this right. is one one thing or whatever. And that, so I'm starting to drive the next day, and I hear this humming sound in the car, and I'm thinking, what the heck is that? Right. I look back; it's a phone. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Someone had left their phone. Of course. So. Oh, gosh, how do I play this? You know, do I take this phone and sell it on eBay? Exactly. Do I check this thing. phone out? But this is because, yeah, it wasn't like the nice lady right. who was like, oh, hey, thank you so much. You know, have good luck with your career. They all, so I'm thinking, so I said, no, I'm, I'm going to do the right thing. You know, I took a photo of it, sent it, attached it to the ride. And then. Uh, oh, is guy, that what you do? So yeah. if you have, okay. Yeah. So if you lose an item, I've. There's a long list I, of I bet you've had plenty oh, of stuff. Oh, wedding rings. Oh, my uh, gosh. Let's see. Uh, what are people what doing in your car? That I, they're like God. losing their wedding uh, ring. Five phones, uh, baby bottles. Um, gosh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's phone just, for it sure. Just, it just, they're all there. So, so, I'm, so, so I get a call from this guy. Uh, hey, um, this is your, um, your, your rider from last night. Um, yeah, sorry about what happened. <laughs> really, what happened? Yeah, exactly. I don't even know what you're talking about. I was yeah, stone cold uh, sober. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. So, so, you know, she really needs her phone. She's been worrying about the whole thing all day long. So, you know, is there any way you can connect up? I'll be paying you. I could pay you, whatever. 
And this is before Uber actually had a feature in their app where, you know, you go and drop it off and then Uber will charge them your time. Oh, and oh that's cool. Like Uber Eats. So, like yeah. Uber phones. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. So, so she, um, <laughs> so it turns out, and she, I says, look, I, I live in this location. I'm not going to drive to you, but you know, if she wants to get to me, I'm near Starbucks here. And so she came down and got the phone and the look on her face was like, oh my God, you know, I'm so sorry what happened the night before, but that was it. So, but yeah, it, you get that, you get the, the smells, your cigarettes. I hate that. Uh, fortunately, I have leather seats, so. It doesn't stay? It doesn't stay. Oh, but cloth seats would. Cloth seats would. Oh, this is good to know. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, um, the other thing is I had this one rider that reeked of weed. I mean, it was intense. Well, and now, now it's it's legal. Legal, so, so I could totally see this. And I'm sitting here thinking, and that's why they're taking Uber because they're like right. just stoned out of their Precisely. mind. Precisely. Yeah. And this guy was definitely baked. I wow. Mean, baked, and so he gets out, and I'm thinking, um, I can't drive because oh. other passengers are going to think with this hair, oh. <laughs> with this hair. Oh yeah, he's Bob, definitely Bob Marley's up there smoking <laughs> weed. Yeah, definitely this guy's smoking. So. So I, you know, I just, you know, air the thing out. I come back 10 minutes later, it still smells so, like weed. So I says, you know, I'm done for the night. So I can't, I can't do that. So those are some of the, what do you do? The, you know, do you have like a little spread? Like what can well, you do? I have, when, like I you show must you, have, when I show you in the car, I have these little, uh, 99 cent, uh, little, um, tree things, yes? whatever you there. Uh, I use black ice. It's really good. Okay. And it's a great smell. And I usually will put it in the air vent and it'll blow out. Oh. Oh, and that's a good that idea. Just as I need it. You okay. Know? And there's but that. But you could take like the air fresheners, just you regular ones air, and put them into the you, you can, vents. You can. And you can do that. And so I use that. But yeah, it's hard because I'm masked from the smell because yes. I'm in there all the time. Right. So it's hard to kind of figure out what smell is what. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, those are some of the bad stuff. I mean, it's, it's, um, that's about the worst thing that's ever happened. But you've never been like physically assaulted oh, God, or anything no. crazy. No, nothing, I think. No, no, do nothing. you think most people are, don't have that that's, kind of stuff? That's the fear people have sometimes, mm-hmm. and that's justified for sure. Uh, but typically, Uber does a good enough job where you kind of know who the driver is. You kind of know who the customer is, so that anonymity is gone. Right. Uh, and you get, you know, the quote of the corner cases where you see on YouTube where, you know, it's usually something that escalates the situation and uh, the driver doesn't get what he wants or the passengers doesn't get what they want. And then at that point, personalities take over and then it's it's off to the races. I see. And you've seen those on YouTube. Just like Road Rage. And- oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, um, it's pretty intense. I've seen some of those on YouTube and it's like you can, as a driver, you can de-escalate all that stuff before it even, even happens. You know, a, a simple apology or, you know, it's some things you just can't, you, you, you just can't... Um, how do I say? Um, it's just not your fault, right? But yeah. you apologize anyway. Because, I was going to you know, say, you have just, to be this person, I think, to just be able to kind of eat that. Yeah. Like, you who to, cares? You Whatever. The, you know, I'm so sorry. Exactly. Really, I'm so sorry, sorry this happened. I'm sorry yeah. this happened. You know, right. yeah. I really appreciate it. I, I'm so sorry about this. You know, this, this. Because what are they going to do? If you're saying, you know, I'm so, I'm really sorry. I'm yeah. very sorry. What are they going to do? They're right. going to keep saying like, you, da, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you say, I'm really so sorry. Like the energy can't go up. It still is averaging wherever you're leaving it. They can be as crazy as they want. Right. But you're bringing it down. And I've, you know, I've heard cases where, you know, it's like these guys, they'll go at it and you can't, you just can't I could, do that. I could see Uber driving in Brooklyn is a <laughs> oh, very <yeah>. different job. 
an Uber it driving is. in Irvine, it California, is. right? People, a, people there. What are you I'm talking sure about? Very, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's uh, get out of the car. I can gosh, totally see it. One Uber driver apparently, what it was, he didn't turn. He didn't turn on the radio, and. This passenger just got really upset, and this thing just escalated. Fortunately, he had a dash cam, so he recorded the whole thing, and then Uber ended up deactivating the rider and rewarding the driver, you know, for going through all the trouble. But, yeah, it, it does happen. You just have to just learn how to handle situations. Always, you know, always be kind, always be considerate, respectful. I mean, I've had all kinds of people in the car. You know, I've had five drag queens in the car. Fun. Oh, that was... <laughs> That was. They should have not even paid you for that a ride. Cool ride. <laughs> totally. I mean, they were telling me about their performances and how they perform, what they do, uh, you know, what songs they sing. I mean, you get, you just don't know what you're going to get, and it's, it's that's the great part about it. It's an adventure every day. It's know? so cool. It, it is. That's the fun part about the gig. So. Okay, so tell me before we close, <laughs> yes. I have to know what makes. A good passenger. What's going to get me a five? A so, five. Because, you know, there's people who are going to be listening to this who are going to like, okay, f- totally, I'm going to drive for Uber. But yeah. most of, I think everyone has taken Uber or yeah. will. So what makes a, what I, makes a, a good passenger? What makes a good passenger? I think it's somebody who, um, um, you know, certainly gives you the correct pickup point. That's always helpful. What if you don't like me and then you text and you say, I'm really sorry. I just want to make sure because the pin sometimes gets confusing. I can, you, have, you know, you, you put the pin no on the map idea. and you think you're there and I'm like, this is exactly where I am. When I get a text from a passenger, that is great information for me because okay. I don't have to guess. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of go with percentages, but, um, when I get a text that says, Hey, I'm here in front of this particular place or uh, you know, I'm, 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 um, I'm, you might get confused coming in the gate because of such and such a yes, thing that's a that helps out, that helps out a lot. Um, a good passenger is, is somebody, you know, who's friendly, polite. Um, do they know, have to have a conversation? They don't have to, okay. you know, they can be fine, but I think someone that's just, you know, that's just, just, just being considerate and polite. I mean, there's a lot of people that get in the car. <clears throat> this one guy gets in the car. He has, uh, he's eating chicken. In the car. He just comes in. That you didn't provide for him. Did not provide for him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just checking. I should think that. Though. Well, because you could have gone the, through KFC yeah, or something. Because with the way the, the here, service that you're talking about providing. Chicken in the car. He did not ask. Do you mind chicken, if I eat this chicken? Didn't, didn't ask. Yeah. Or they'll have beverages in. And it's like, okay, you know, they'll, they'll come in the car with a, a beer bottle or something. That. What if you that, come in with your like coffee or tea? That's fine. That's okay. But, you know, an alcoholic beverage, you're not supposed to have open alcohol containers, you know. Um, but there are people who do. They're, and, they, and, they, and then what they'll do They don't do think is, about you. Oh, the other thing is people leave trash in the car. I hate that. That is unnerving for me. I understand that's this. Like, that sends me to the moon, literally. I mean, as one person, they get in the car and they leave a what appears to be um, a drink. Uh, smelt like vodka from this end. And I'm thinking, gosh, you know, I've got kids. They get in the car. They see that. If I don't see it, because it's all the way in the back. Totally. You, you know, a kid gets in the car, you know. Yes. And and so there's that. I think respecting boundaries is, is really, really important, I think, for any passenger. 
um, those are those are kind of like my list of. It's helpful things. because I think people think about it like um, like the old cab days. Right. So if you're thinking about a taxi cab, you're thinking, well, this is your business. Right. You know, you have this is your job. Right. You decided to have this cab so I yeah. can throw up in it, or whatever. Because right. The cabs in New York City have like what almost asphalt right. Right. in the back right. of them now. There's like not even carpet or anything. It's just like oh, yeah. rubber, so yeah. they can spray them out right. because it's disgusting. And right. The other thing that's I should also mention is uh, you get some passengers that. <clears throat> want to tell you how to get there and that's fine like when i'm leaving your house you know how to get in and out of there much better than i do so oftentimes i ask people hey you know is there any way easier way to get out of here that you know of yeah sure i'll do it but oftentimes you get passengers who ask why are you going to take this way and i says well you know i use google i always explain to people hey i use google maps because it tells me you know i know how to get there but it tells me where all the accidents are. It tells me where the traffic, you know, backups are. So it gives me some additional information that I don't get just from knowing, you know, take the 105 to the such and such. Right. So you get people that are like that. And then you get a lot of people that, you know, really, in fact, I want you to take this way. Or they make the assumption that you're going this way because you're trying to make extra money from them. Yes. There's, there's that. So Is that know, true? Um, can, can Uber drivers do that legitimately? They, like on the app and the way they drive? They can. But some I've heard um, where they'll drop a passenger off if they know that passenger has you know, had a little bit to drink. What some of these drivers will do is they'll drop you off, but they'll keep the app going. Oh. They'll drive three miles, make some extra bucks, and then they'll end the trip. How do you know? You don't because you you're wasted. You're wasted or you just have no idea or you're with your friends. You're having a good time. Totally. Some drivers do that. Um, Even is, though I put in I put in the destination. Right. But then they just leave well, it because well, I had I had this I had this happen yeah. one time, yeah, and, it, and it was a long, it was an unanticipated thing, and then I had to go. I dropped off my car, and then I had to go pick up one of my kids. Right, or right. I had to go back and da da da. da. And yeah. the whole time he said that he had left it off, right? And he charged me for that whole trip, and yeah. I paid him, you yeah. know, like separately, right. to deal with all this driving, right? And he took my money, and he charged me. Yeah. So I Gosh. don't tell you, I won't tell you what I did. I have remedies, oh, oh, but absolutely. anyway, you know, it's like, that's super uncool. You know, it that's is. super uncool. There, there are people that do that stuff, but you know, it's, it's, um, I've, you know, I always, I, I run a clean shop. That's just the way, that's just the way I am. Yeah. Keep your powder and, dry. And pre- precise, precisely. And, and, but yeah, those are, those are some of the things that, you know, that, some Uber drivers do. I, I, you know, I don't do that, but there's a lot of people out there who can be a little bit unscrupulous uh, a lot of times. Uh, and, and particularly in LAX, this is good for your passenger, uh, for your listeners here at LAX, because um, the Uber drivers sitting there waiting for all this time, they want to make sure the trip that they're getting is going to be a long trip, right? right? So I'm, uh, yeah, if I'm going to wait an hour, I don't want to drop somebody off at In-N-Out Burger. A block away. Completely. Or the Westin. <laughs> oh, the Westin. Exactly. Yes. Or any of those close hotels. Totally. But um, what they'll do is um, they'll call and I hear them on the phone. I can hear these guys. They go, hi, this is, this is John. Uh, I'm your Uber driver today. Where am I taking you today? It's kind of a leading question. So the person on the other end says, oh, but I'm ha- going but they to. Haven't, already, haven't they already put in? When well, you swipe, the passenger, we're going to see it. The passenger when, knows where they're going. The Uber driver doesn't know where they're doesn't. going. Doesn't. Doesn't. The Uber driver doesn't know where they're going until you get in the car and they start the trip. That's when Uber tells you. Really? Yes. Because. 
So that's why when I get into the car and they say, oh, we're going to Los Angeles, we're going to New- Beverly Hills. Right. And I say, yeah, duh. <laughs> because they, they, they don't really know. don't know until and, they get and, until right. I get in the car. And here's why. That's so interesting. Because if you're an Uber driver and you're saying, if you knew where the people you were going. You would have canceled all these things. You would have said, you know, I'm not going to take somebody a block away. Yeah. I'm going to take somebody to Completely. Beverly Hill. I'm going to take somebody to LAX. I'm going to take somewhere where there's a profitable ride for me. So this evens out and makes the system fair for everyone. But you have a few drivers who like ask that leading question, hey, where am I taking you today? And what they're listening for is they're listening for a ride. Oh, I'm going to Anaheim. Oh, okay, I'll be right there. What they'll do is they'll wait five minutes so that you can't cancel and not have a penalty. Uh-huh. So what they'll do is they'll say, oh, you know, Westchester, I- I'm not going there today. Uh, so can you cancel? And the passenger on the other too. end, they'll cancel. You get charged five bucks. They make three fifty. Uber makes a dollar fifty, and now you got to get to the next driver. Mm-hmm. So, I never do that. You yeah, don't. I'd rather say, you know what? It's been good to me. I've gotten trips, gotten trips to San Diego a couple times. I've Las gotten Vegas. trips to Las Vegas, <laughs> all those places. Yeah. So why cheat the system? It's made to benefit everyone, but you have some people that are just unscrupulous, right? And, and some people do. legitimately just need to go to some people, the West End, precisely, yeah. precisely. And what they added to the app, actually, which I like, is for the drivers anyway, is it'll say this is a short trip coming, so we'll save your spot in line up to four hours. That's awesome. So. Here's what I do with that. I said, great. I'll take them to the short trip. I'll then head around LA and I can, on my app, I can see when the airport starts surging. So I can say. Within that four hour window. Within that four hour window. So I'll sit back and I'll say, oh, look, it's surging. So what I'll do is I'll go back to the lot again and then boom, I'm the first driver to get it. And so I'm getting a ride that's worth two times the amount of money that I normally make simply because I used that feature and I took that, you know, that low end ride, basically that was a short ride. Right. So That's, this is thing. to your point, how it all kind of averages out. Yeah. But then you just said, so Uber doesn't make a percentage of the ride. They make a flat fee. They Uber makes a percentage. Uber takes 25% of whatever the ride is. 25%. 25%. So when we're talking about someone getting paid, you know, 65 cents, a mile. Right. So they're not getting 65 cents. Oh, they're, they're getting 65 cents. And then that's the, after, that's after, after Uber, Uber takes, takes theirs. theirs. Okay. But so they, 25%. Because wow. Uber is, you know, you know, classic Silicon Valley company, they have to, they get really big fast, but they lose money doing it. And now of they course, have to, yeah. they have to make, up make it back. Costs, yeah. So what they'll do now is if you look at the fare now, what they'll do is they'll pay me whatever my rate is, but what they'll do is they'll actually add fees for the passenger. Because there's only two places they can get money. They can get money by paying the drivers less, or they can make more money from the passengers. Those are their two choices. Yep. So they'll put those fees in there, and that's typically how they how Uber you know kind of makes money. Uh, and you, so you'll see a ride that's for 175, but it could be a 60 dollar booking fee that they'll charge the passenger, and I only get you know what's left, which is fine. I get that because you can't you know can't get lose, without you. You, without you can't them. right, and and you can't lose a billion dollars every year and expect to survive. So right. at some point, you know, it has to give. So, yeah. So, um, that's kind of a roundabout way of describing. No, I love it. What's passenger. Okay. Stuff. Is there anything that I should know about choosing my Uber car about choosing uh, the car? I drive. Yes. Um, if you're going to go with an X car, try to go with like a Prius, which is really good on gas. Um, if you can, if you happen to have a family minivan, that's the best because that means you can have a larger selection of rides you can take. 
So you can take Uber X rides if you want to, or you can take Uber XL rides if you want to. XL rides are far better. They pay 70% more. There's fewer of them, but it's a much less wear and tear on the car. So it's fewer yeah, trips, like but, they're, but they're much more profitable trips. And they're typically longer distance trips. Clientele? Clientele. In that XL? Better? Yeah, usually better. Um, I am running a little experiment, though, because I, I have this. Once again, the engineering me is coming out again. I picked up 27 people from um, uh, grocery stores. And... <laughs> I mean, I'm like floored. Who doesn't take their car to the grocery store? But, but I, I'm a big walker, actually. So yeah. I could be this person. So so I kept thinking, oh, gosh, why am I not getting tips from people at this grocery store or these grocery stores? So I pick up someone from Costco. Because the have... tips are all yours. You get to keep the okay, whole tip. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So they'll either give them in cash or they'll give them through the app. Either way. Oh, I never right, think about yeah. the cash because so, I'm so happy to pay on an app. So, right. So, so I'm thinking, why am I not getting tips? from these people that kept thinking, you know, think, okay, the person who needs to be picked up from a shopping center, they probably don't have a car and they probably have a lot of groceries. So that means they're probably within one or two miles anyway, which is always, it's always been that within two, two or three miles of wherever you pick them up at to where they got to go, go home. And there's a lot of unpacking and then you got to help them unpack it as well. So there's a lot of that. Oh, and you're and, getting called because you have the van. Because I had the van. Exactly. Okay. So, and I'm thinking, gosh, you know, why is this not happening? And I remember this one case, I picked up this one woman from Smart and Final. She had five, five gallon jugs of water and her daughter was with her and they had a bunch of heavy groceries. I helped them put them in the car. I get there and she says, uh, you know, could you help me bring him in the house? <laughs> I said, I'm doing this not because I have to. If I'm anyone can see my eyes like <laughs> popping out of my head. I'm thinking. Because it's like, I'm, you know, I, I don't know. I and I always I'm, wonder, like, should they get my luggage out? Like, I'm, am I supposed to get my I'm, luggage? Like, what, what are we supposed to do here? What are the I'm, rules of engagement? I'm curious. I'm doing this for two reasons. One, I'm, I, I don't have to do this, but I'm curious because I want to see. What happens? Totally. Right. To- totally. <laughs> so I take these five, five gallons. I drop them in there and she looks at me and she says, thank you so very much. And I'm thinking, okay, so I'm driving away. No problem. You know, you know you're welcome. And I'm waiting and waiting. Am I going to get a tip for this? You know, not that I, no, I, just I, curious. I you're I running your experiment. I, I don't ask. I never ask, but I'm just thinking, you know, and I never got one. I kept thinking, gosh, what's going through someone's mind. They either must feel like, it's your job to do this or maybe they really can't afford to give you a tip or maybe they can't. Yeah. Who knows? You know, it's just one of those things. And that's 27 times I've done this and not one time. Have from I grocery stores. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. So if you are going to get the van <laughs> to do your Uber work, don't, don't pick, pick up pick anybody. Up from grocery store. Or, um, like feel sad for all the moms who are oh, like yeah. at the grocery stores needing help. Nah, but but exactly. But it, yeah, I get your point. But yeah, it's, it's for me, it's more of a curiosity experiment because yeah. I just like, you know, doing stuff like this. But uh, yeah, that's, that's my So people side. could get a Prius. They could get the XL right. van. Right. And, and it, because the van's going to take up a ton of gas when or, you're just, yeah. if you're doing X jobs. Yeah. Or if work. you have like a Mercedes that's considered an Uber black car. Okay. Because I was always thinking you could get like, pick up a, a used Mercedes. They can't be that used, right? But you could right. pick up a used Mercedes. Yeah, they you don't want to get be, a new one off the lot. Right. They have to be under 10 years of age. 
So basically, any car that's under ten, it's a lot of cars. So typically, you know, you can get that, and as long as you pass that, and the car's in good shape, you know. But then you're select. You're select. There's Uber Select and there's Uber Black. Which is another one that I get next to the XLs. Right, right. I'm really disappointed that I have not been called for an XL ride. I've oh. gotten a bunch of pass, a bunch of. What do you um, mean? You've never called me for an I have, XL ride. Well, because I, it doesn't say pick your favorite Uber driver. Mm. Put in. Mm. They should have no, that. No, no. Here's how it works. How? Okay. I come to your house. Yeah. And the way the app works is the closest driver typically gets the ride. Okay. So you request the ride while you're standing right there. And okay. I'm, I have my app on, you have your app on. I see. That's how it works. That's how it works. Okay. So that's how I do a lot of, a lot of parents that I have that I, that I will do that. So, so now, Why you know, am I just so knowing now, this so now? now you know. Cause the big struggle honestly is yeah. with kids. Yeah, we have drivers that specifically that we know outside of life yeah. that we only drive our kids yeah. and we know them yeah. and they're like our family members, exactly. basically extended families because of this, because they won't. You know, we've had situations where they're like, they think it's a setup or something, right, right. you know, that we're asking them to pick up our, you know, <laughs> right. our like 16 year old kid, you right, know, it's like, right. no, it's yeah, not I a setup. Up a lot of, I picked up a lot of people, a lot of kids around here. A lot of kids are going to school or something oh, yeah. whatever, and they'll do that. So, okay. That's yeah, actually a really good tip. Okay. Yeah. So just to tell people, but yeah. then you would have to know the Uber driver first because you'd have right. to get in the same vicinity. <clears throat> right. But if you know someone I, and it works, then you get in the same I spot. I find a lot of passengers. Because the then you know, Uber's I, still making their money. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember this one passenger i would always pick her up same time she probably was like four miles away from me and we just got to know each other yeah and so she said you know gosh you know um i'm going to the airport can you give me a lift sure no problem so i'll go there you know do the little trick you know is she yeah. opens the app i open my app and go ahead, get in the car and we'll go so that's how that's how we'll do that okay and so yeah that's how that's how i do it for a lot of for a lot of parents um we have friends and people that I know. That's one way to do it. So I'm just kidding, pulling your chain. I know. No, <laughs> because now you're going to regret saying this. <laughs> I know. Because I have four children. You are going to regret it. And I'm going to say one star, Chris. <laughs> one star. You're going to kill my Uber rating. Bad, Don't do it. Well, bad I'm one of these people. I'm one experience. of these people who's almost like, I challenge you to make my rating right. work. Because, you know, my husband, had he did had a little bit less good of a rating than I did for yeah. like a while. He was yeah, really yeah. upset. Oh, so yeah. Seriously, he is like tipping everybody, right. like extra, 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 because he was so bummed people, out that his Uber rating was so yeah. was like four yeah. seven or four yeah, six or I whatever. Find, he was I like, "What the heck?" People in the car that do this as well. It, one of the benefits from Uber driving that's for me specific that's been a big benefit has been I've learned greetings in like twelve different languages. This is cool, like that, Quincy Jones. Uh, like it, that, it, that's it, how he like knows. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. He has all these. Um, he knows. I don't know how many words, like hundred words in like a gajillion languages. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like just, his thing. Yeah. It's just, it's just super amazing. Cool. It's so amazing. It was like, you meet people like, I think the one, one was, uh, well, Polish, you know, Cheshamash, um, Manish, Manish Ma, which is in Hebrew, which is sort of a oh, cool, nice. cool way of saying Arabic. You have it? Arabic. Yeah. Um, Masalam, uh, Masalam is goodbye. Salam or, um, uh, is another way. Yeah. But uh, let's see. And then Swedish is, hey. Oh, I love good, that. Yeah. You get that. Japanese? Uh, Japanese. Oh, that's an easy one. That uh, depends. In the morning, um, in the morning, it's uh, Ohio's Imos, which is good morning. Uh, good evening is uh, um, um, Kumbawa Zaimos. Oh, nice. Uh, let's I know see. you have Korean. Uh, Korean, yes. Uh, Anyan Aseo. That's another common one. Anyan Korean. 
Kaseho for goodbye and Gumsahamnida for thank you. And so you get a lot of passengers in the car. I love they're this. Like, they're, they're like, this is so oh cool. God, how did you know that? It, it, Farsi is a fun one. That one's like, fortunately, you know, I have a few parents that I know who totally, you can like, so test out like, your you know, accent. Chatori, you know, and it's, oh, you know, this is yeah. people. But then they start the whole like, right. blah, 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 no, 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 like, no. <laughs> I know, please and thank you. Filipino. Uh, Filipino. Does uh, have a lot of dialects for that? Ta- uh, yeah, there are a few. Tagalog or? Tagalog. That one, believe it or not, is Komosta. Really? Yeah. Well, that and should they be easy for respond. us. They say, they say mebuti in response. Uh, let's see. Um, what else? Do Hindi? I? Oh, yes. Um, apki seho. Apki seho. That's another way of saying hi. Almost, How are you? I'm, I'm are almost you? inspired to go do this myself because <laughs> when I heard Quincy Jones talking about this, I was I was yeah. inspired thinking that is so cool yeah. because, you know, those of us who are internationally right. oriented exactly. are so fascinated right. by this whole idea. French is tough. That's a tough one. That's oh, it. come on. I was, that's why I specifically was like, I'm not even going to ask him French just I to give people background because our children many, speak French together. I have met so many French people in that car. Oh, my God. People from France and they're, you know, you can say a few words to them and they, you know, you tell them where you're at and they just have a great conversation with you. Not in French, but mainly in English. But, man, it, that, that's a pretty dominant one. Uh, Spanish, that's an easy one. That's an know, easy one. But do you spend one. time, like, is that part of becoming a, a better driver? Like, do you spend yeah, time kind of just learning these little? Yes, I, think it would I, be I so do. Helpful. It, it helps you. It it kind of re- removes the monotony of stuff, you know? It's another way of getting to know somebody, to know that if this guy took the time to kind of learn my greeting. And usually I can tell um, by the way they speak typically what language they have. And so I'm usually will just come out and say it, you know, a couple of times I've been wrong. Like you know, Swedish, but, you, you got that? Oh, Swedish is... Like when they get in the car, you kind of know? Oh, uh, Swedish, they'll usually will tell me. Cause I would, I'll, I would usually confuse tell me. Norwegian Swedish, and I can't, Finnish and all that. Slavic are tougher to Oh, yeah, recognize. for sure. And to distinguish. Yeah, distinguish. Yeah. I, there's no way I can do that one. But for Farsi, I can tell. If if they aren't native English speakers, I can tell. But for... there, there Sometimes I've been in the car, people, they speak... No, like no accent English, and then they're talking Farsi in the back, and they go, "Okay, they must have grown up here, right. but they still maintain the language that they have." So some of those things they throw you, but for the most part, I can usually tell. In Mandarin, of course, that's an easy one. You know, nihao, nihao ma. Yeah. You know, saijin. I love that we're like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> nihao. But nihao, but nihao. yeah, those. That's, that's really very <laughs> <laughs> yes. But those are all the you know, the, the stuff that you pick up, you know, yeah, just from awesome. being an over, one of the side benefits of being overdrive is you learn all that, you know, interesting stuff. So what does it look like from here? So how, how does this from, career go from here? As we like close out here, our whole life, our Uber life, <laughs> what happens now for here? I'm going to start phasing down. I am. Oh really? Yeah. I, I think, you so know, what, I, what causes someone to think about, well, I'm working on a couple of side projects, you know, that I, that are, are interest to me right now. That'll, you know, so I just got this interview like in just in the nick of time, <laughs> sure I think. Right? <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to start phasing down, you know, and I, I, you know, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I've really, really enjoyed it, Chris. I really have. Sounds I mean, like it. Just, sounds like it's been amazing. It's, it's like, um, 
you know, it's one additional thing I can share with my wife every day. And I was, okay, what happened crazy today? Right. <laughs> what happened today? Yeah, I think you're a much and, more interesting person at yeah. any cocktail party. All of a sudden now you're like, oh, hey, have you talked to Ernest? He drives for Uber. And you're like, no way. It's almost like you're an astronaut and you've gone to the moon. Right. You know? Because right. it's like you know, the stories are just as insane. Right. Exactly. They are. And But it's, you know, it's been a great experience. And it, it's been a season. So I think, you know, for me. Three you know, years. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. So, but it's, it's, it's been hilarious. I mean, uh, a whole bunch of stories to tell, you know, I could and to keep, save, I, and to save yeah, forever. I could keep you here all day. Seriously. I could, cause there's just so much stuff that's there. That's just, um, you know, part of life. I Priceless. So, I is, love it. It is. Thank you so much for being here. You're quite I welcome. really appreciate it. This, I think it's so, it's so cool. It's so surprising for me, honestly, because I would not have anticipated that I would have been talking to a former engineer yes. about coming out of his shell right. by driving for Uber, exactly. but then using his shell to you know do all the analysis and the analytics and yeah. figure out where he's going to go to the bathroom and how he's right. going to get the gas. And it's really cool. It's really yeah, cool. It's so thank of, you. Of, Thanks fun. for being here. Thank you. Thank you.